This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This show was taped while the world burned. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. And now it's time for the show that offers little substance but tastes great, though it's a little overcooked. It's Saturday Night Napsock. Hey, hey, Saturday Nighters, how you doing? Hey, after asking ourselves if the world was ready for another pointless episode of this vapid podcast following this trying week in America, we decided to press on like the clueless bunch we are. But before we get to the episode, we're happy to welcome a new sponsor to our show. Say hello to the University of the Internet. That's right. Are you looking to expand your professional horizons, looking to change careers, or more importantly, add a skill set to your already impressive amount of expertise? Or are you a man in need of more confirmation that you know everything? Then sign up today at the University of the Internet. It's true. You've always known that you understand medicine, science, politics, public safety, and life itself better than anyone else. But now you can confirm that fact by enrolling at the University of the Internet today. Learn the fine art of whataboutism. Sign up for the popular class One Meme to explain it all. Learn how to insert your own limited worldview into every other person's post, even if the thing they're posting about has nothing to do with the answer you're giving them. Become a master in retweeting articles, reports, and videos from unverified sources and treating them like cold, hard facts. And of course, mansplaining in 240 characters or less. And those are just some of the classes they offer. I mean, we haven't even touched on how to be a low-key racist or sexist or both. Why waste time going to medical school, law school, police academies, or running for office? Just create a social media profile and enroll in the University of the Internet now. Classes are filling up fast. I mean, hold on. Accounts are being banned fast because you're all crazy. So get started today by signing up at the University of the Internet now. Class is in session. Offer void for wannabe dictators. And now, on with the show. Okay, welcome to episode 43 of a show that's just me playing alone in a room with no friends like I'm 14 all over again. Happy to be here, uh, but let's be honest, another tough week, a weird week, a tense week, another week where I have to block or delete most of my old friends from work on Facebook. Welcome to 2021. Look, it's always tough trying to keep doing your job during these type of national, you know, worldwide incidents. All eyes are turned to watch it, and, and, and it should be. Sometimes it's absolutely best to just stop broadcasting for a second. Uh, if you're in my line of work, you know, sometimes it's best to go on the air and have an open forum. And sometimes, as, as, as people, uh, will always write Joseph and I over at Force Center anytime we express a real-world opinion that forces them to examine their very soul, it's best to just provide a, a healthy distraction. Uh, I, I don't like performative cause work. Uh, I despise it, actually. But I also grow easily tired of cynicism now nowadays. 
So how creative folks react and discuss very large-scale real-world events or causes they believe in or social issues and, and their feelings is up to them. I support it. I always do. I use Twitter to promote my shows. No one listens to anymore because I stopped talking about movies. True story. I stopped using Instagram altogether in May of 2020, but I'm slowly working my way back because I have no other place to post pictures of my fire pit. And I still, believe it or not, go on LinkedIn to see which one of the corporate security executives I hated eventually lost their jobs. Most of them, thankfully. But there's also a call to use your platform. I hear that a lot. Use it for change, use it for cause, use it for the better of the world. And I actually agree with that. I think we're in that time where that's important. But Saturday Night Knapsack is my platform. It's satire. It's me working through things. It's me addressing dark sides of my own heart and mind. And it's me asking you to think twice about everything you think you know, just in case you might want to grow a little in life. Or maybe not. It's also silly voices. Twitter is not my platform. To me, it's a rush of loud noise. Uh, there are a lot of people that use social media as, quote, their platform, and many of them charged into the Capitol building after using that as their platform for a long time. So again, I, I'm only trying to take a few steps forward on the cynical highway, but be careful what you ask for. I often think use your platform translates to only post the things I agree about. Ha, but don't worry, we're going to talk about censorship and uh, private companies and businesses having the right to determine who's on their platforms. Oh, don't worry, that's coming. The increasing volume of that loud noise, that social media noise, especially during these large-scale traumas, are understandable. We're all just trying to process things. On the morning of 9-11, my roommates and I giggled and told bad jokes to each other. We tapped our toes nervously on our furniture and tried to make sense of everything as we barfed up opinions on how and what was happening and what might happen next. I remember us joking that what if they attacked Hollywood next and what would be the first target? How would we get out of town? Would we go steal records from Amoeba Records if they attacked there? Uh, we laughed and joked because the other option might have been to implode in on ourselves mentally. And I see that a lot these days. But now it's all out on social media and delivered with a scream, shout, and the kind of certainty that seems to only breed more screaming and shouting. And that might be for you, but it's not for me. And I'm just talking about Star Wars. But I believe in things. I believe in actions, too, and the heavier weight they carry. Over the years, many of the things I have believed in have changed, matured, grown, and now I often find myself at odds with those that were once close to me. It's confusing for them, I mean. I know myself way more than I did in those years in which I first met those people. Like, now I have no problem saying Michelle Branch's first album was one of my favorites. Then I'd hide it in the backseat of my car. Today, no more. No more. It's not on the backseat of my car along with the bags and bags of Del Taco I used to eat weekly. Another thing that's changed in my life. So I believe in things and I stand for things and I don't stand nor believe in what I saw this week. We live in an age of, of misinformation where someone can post a story on their illegitimate new movie news website and even seemingly bright and insightful people can text me and ask or say, Ken, I hate Disney for killing off legacy Star Wars characters so they don't have to page George Lucas a bonus. And that's not true. Not even close. Yet those people will form an entire belief around that lie and never move from it, even when I give them evidence even when I tell them it's not true. Believe it or not, to me, maybe that's just me, but believe it or not, that's just a few dangerous steps away from believing the lies of a cult leader and charging up the steps of a nation's capital building.
We all have that possibility inside of us there, but for the grace of MySpace and common sense, go us. So take a breath, go outside, put down the phone, reach out to friends, fact check, or at least read the whole article or watch the entire video. Know what is a joke or an opinion and let yourself understand what is a call to dangerous action for a cause built on sand. These are challenging days, but spoiler, it's no different from any other time in the history of our existence. We can just press the tweet button now. And actually, I'm glad we are. More things are in the spotlight. More things uh, are out there for us to be aware of and to learn from and, and grow from. So now, if you're okay with it, I'm going to go ahead and do my little comedy show. And maybe, maybe, just maybe you'll enjoy parts of it. Or maybe you'll get some insight out of it. Or maybe you'll just skip to the part where my producer, Petey, interrupts and laughs at me. Oh, that that's not fair, Cat. And maybe, just maybe, you'll get a moment to catch your breath. And now, on with the... Uh, actually, no, no, Ken, Ken, we we can't go on with the show. Well, why not, you absolute gas bag? Uh, the owners of this station are, are going to need you to actually identify some of the things you believe in. Um, if if not, we, we, just, we just can't get the show going today. Well, that's just silly. I, I gave a decent speech, you know, like, it, it maybe wouldn't get me elected or help me in my nights defeat the Night King, but I, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, yeah, no, it, it was pretty good. I like Michelle Branch's first album, too, uh, and, and her second. Ha! Her second, loser. Uh, but, but nowadays, if you don't see or hear things, uh, uh, people start acting like you want the Death Star to blow up more planets. Oh, well, wh- what did people do before social media? Like, how would you know what every one of your favorite podcasters believed in? Uh, well, there, there weren't even podcasts you know i I don't i don't know i I don't even know how people knew that true crime existed before like 2015 my point exactly uh i'm not sure that's a point ken okay fine fine here's a list of some of the things i believe in all right i believe in democracy uh that's uh that's pretty safe obi-wan that's a good movie right looks like george lucas was pretty much warning us all the last four years huh? Eh? okay okay Uh, I believe in the rights of all humans to be treated equally as humans, but I also believe uh, the balance of that equality has long been out of whack and, in fact, not present at all. And so we need to look at that closely, continuously. Uh, I believe we can't change the past. We can acknowledge it first and foremost and and maybe in the least uh, and then change how we step forward. And that includes all of you that don't like pineapple on pizza. I believe in a free market, yes, but I have to question a lot of things when I can't even afford to add a dental plan to my insurance. I also believe that things as they seem on the surface or on paper might start from a good point and might mean well, but have long since perverted by humans and their lust for power as fueled by the sickness of greed. This also includes Netflix raising my subscription price too many times. I also believe that often we don't change our core opinions until we experience things firsthand, and that's just human nature. And you have to allow for that, not hold people to the flames for that. We get it. We'd all love to have change affected fast, but sometimes it doesn't work until it's in your face. I also, hear me out, I believe in God and and Jesus is the son of God, but I question the collective church because it's run by man, capital M, man, or actually mostly just man. I also don't believe Jesus was white, but I bet he would have enjoyed a nice latte in the morning. Uh, Hold on, on, Ken. Do Do you not want to lead with the God stuff? Well, people question why it's uh, so low on your list. It's not a ranking, Petey, and I'm making this up as I go. Uh, Then what are you reading from? That is my Instacart order, all right? Can I continue? Thank you. 
I believe in the right to protest as peacefully as possible, but I also believe people love to smudge the margins on what a protest is to fit their own narrative, especially if that narrative involves standing on a statue of Gerald Ford and screaming freedom. I still support law enforcement and first responders and always will, based on my years in the public safety industry in which I worked hand-in-hand with police officers, firefighters, paramedics, FBI and CIA agents, believe it or not, and many other people who rush in first while others rush out and have to deal with dangerous elements, including criminals that most of you listening have no idea is like. And I've been there. I get it. However, however... I've also worked with them all long enough to know that there's been a great hardening of their hearts, and I pray that many on the inside will be brave enough to rip out the weeds in their own homes to help us all move towards a better future. And that's put me at odds with a lot of people in my past. I'm not a hero. Petey, am I a hero? Oh, God, no. Finally, we agree on something. I also believe in mental health, therapy, asking for help, or better yet, offering help to those afraid or unable to ask for it. I believe in the long-lasting effects of trauma and abuse and the disease of depression and many other things that can destroy us all slowly and then fortunately suddenly. I also believe in personal responsibility and often the power to heal starts with you. But I also know that I'm not an expert in that field or any other medical field, so I often think it's better for me to be silent or just be a support system to those around me. All right, so... Well, all right, that's enough for now. There are many other things to list or discuss, but I think think you all get the idea. I'm human. I'm trying to figure it out each and every day, and so are you. So, with that in mind, let's get on with the show. Nope, Ken, nope. Uh, We've got at least one more. No. Uh, You have to, or the show is canceled today. Fine, fine. I also believe that Back to the Future 3 is better than Back to the Future 2. You happy, Petey? Yes. Yes, I am. And now, on with the show. And now, to fulfill our requirements to provide enough educational programming to keep us eligible for a federal grant, here is a new program just for kids, Flopsy and Grumps. Hi, kids. I'm Flopsy the Ferret. And I'm Grumps. Gather around because we've got some great advice for you all. Pull up your chairs and pillows and shut down all of your social media apps. We want you to pay attention. And don't forget to turn off the data tracking and all of your phones your parents bought for you spoiled snot wrecks. You don't want the shadow government tracking your every move. Trust me. Ha <laughs> ha, but sometimes data tracking has been used to solve gruesome murder cases, so consider what's best for you. Okay, kids, today's lesson is, what is an insurrection? That's right, we're going to explain to you when it's time to overthrow your government. Well, oh, well, actually, Grumps, our focus is teaching these impressionable young kids what's a protest and what's an attempt to stop a working democracy. Whatever, can we hurry this up before the FBI shows up? Well, I don't know. Why would the FBI show up to the studio, Grumps? Uh, let's just say I did not acquire this speaker of the house gavel in a gift shop. <laughs> okay. Now, kids, this week, while you were conducting your school studies online at home, because there is still no end in sight to this pandemic your uncle doesn't think is real despite your aunt dying from it, you may have noticed a lot of angry people swarming the U.S. Capitol building, which is just around the corner from the tasty Hamilton Bar and Grill. 
Yes, mm, this large group of people just wanted to express their displeasure with what they have come to believe was a flawed election. <laughs> yep, that's true. And many of them brought zip-tie handcuffs, paramilitary gear, and set up an actual noose to express this displeasure while marching into a building where the confirmation of this election was about to be made. That's just weird timing. Now, kids, while the dividing line between protest and all-out rebellion can sometimes be murky and confusing, especially when the president of the country has been calling for this kind of action in speeches, debates, and tweets while removing people within his administration that would help oppose it, you should take note of what's at the core of these two opposing ideals. Yeah, the truth. Oh, grubs, but the truth you keep clinging to is built on lies being fueled and perpetuated by misinformation that often starts because someone believes a meme posted on the internet. Right. The truth. Look, kids, don't listen to him. Earlier this year, there were a bunch of protests that turned even more violent and destroyed entire cities. That's true, but those protests started for the belief that important social change was long overdue. This one was intentionally trying to derail democracy, and not everyone in those protests you mentioned took part in that violence. So kids, it wouldn't be fair to judge everyone as a group. Well, why not? <laughs> because the so-called protest you were a part of this week, Grumps, killed a police officer. Well, uh, I didn't stop to think about it like that. Most people don't. Kids, don't be like most people. Most people draw lines in the sand and stay there. And never miss an episode of The Masked Singer. Oh, man, that's a horrible show. Well, kids, we're probably not going to solve everything here today, but we just wanted to get you some food for thought. Especially since the cost of real food is probably going to rise real high thanks to that hoax of a pandemic that killed my church choir leader. That's right. In truth, I probably have a lot to think about in the coming days ahead, Flopsy. And you'll have a lot of time to do it, Grubs, because you'll be facing 10 years of federal prison time because the president you almost went to war for signed that law in effect after he saw brown people marching for things he didn't have compassion for. Oh, fuck. Oopsie, put another coin in the swear jar for Grumps. I shouldn't have live-streamed me defecating in Mitt Romney's briefcase. No, you shouldn't have. Well, see you next time, kids, on Flopsy and Grumps. Saturday Night Napsuck does not endorse Flopsy nor Grumps. Send all complaints to our parent company, Monsanto. Good evening, I'm Ted Jennings in the SNN newsroom for a very special report. Earlier this week, tensions overflowed and many angry people took to the streets to express their displeasure with reality. In the wake of all of this has been an unparalleled banning of certain profiles from social media platforms. Many are calling this a great injustice, and one of those people is with me here tonight from a group most affected by this banning. Stand-up comedian Glenn Chuckles is here on SNN. Glennie, welcome to the program. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's good to be here. I know you're uh, very busy uh, uh, writing uh, comedy uh, bits and routines. 
uh, and comedy skits from your uh, studio apartment in North Hollywood, California. So again, glad, uh, great uh, to have you here. Let's talk about the issue at hand. Uh, you feel as though your First Amendment rights uh, have been uh, taken away uh, because you've been banned from no less than three, maybe four social media platforms. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I've just been online speaking the truth, uh, you know, <laughs> making little jokes, making little quips about everything that's going on. A pandemic, it's a hoax, and also, you know, clearly, everyone knows that election was stolen, and I got jokes to say about it here. <laughs> Again, we're speaking with Glenn Chuckles, stand-up comedian from North Hollywood, California. Glenn, you say uh, you're just uh, making jokes about the situation of the world uh, here. Uh, is that what I am uh, hearing? Just, you know, jokes that come straight from my heart about things I believe. Oh, right, right. I, and I understand here. I, I want you to know, me, Ted Jennings, I understand, because I had I had both my uh, Tinder and Hinge accounts suspended last year for uh, apparently violating terms of services with some pictures that I still feel I had a right to send uh, uh, unsolicited. Um, but I'm going to play a little devil's advocate here. I don't How would jokes uh, somehow cause you to have your First Amendment rights Violated. I mean, you tell me. Oh, 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 this is this is this is what happens in uh, you know. Uh, this happens in other countries. Censorship. They take away our rights to say the things we want to say. It's very clear. Huh. Oh, right. <laughs> yes. Uh, clear indeed. Uh, but wouldn't it be? And again, I am. Uh, I am not maybe the one to say this. I. I cannot go anywhere near my Friendster account because of threatening messages I may or may not have sent to my employers at the time. I, I want to know, uh, what specifically uh, did you say? Well, you know, just jokes. You know, that's my right. Just just jokes. I, I can say what I want. A little thing called freedom O speech. Uh, right, right, right. Uh, well, uh, I'm being handed here uh, a copy of one of your posts on the popular Thirst Trap site Instagram. It was printed out for me uh, by my uh, assistant, uh, JJ. Uh, it's a uh, picture of the Don't Tread on Me snake, and the caption says, Don't drink the Kool-Aid. We're all being played by those that would destroy our leader. Let's rise up on January 6th and show them how hard we can hit. Good God, man. How did you get the picture in landscape? I can never get that on Instagram. Oh, yeah, you just press a little button on the bottom there. Yeah, but yeah, that's all I said. That's all I said. Just a little harmless joke. Uh, sure, yes. Uh, what, what do you mean uh, by how hard we can hit? Uh, you know, it, it doesn't matter, is it? I have the right to say it. I, I signed up for all these accounts. I have a right to be there. And uh, no one can take that away from me. I mean, that's exactly what my lawyers told Everyone over on Vero. Right? Yeah. I mean, what is this? What is this? China? What is this? China? Communist China? Look, I, I may be the one that's a journalist here, but that's a fair question. Uh, what's up? I'm being told in my, uh, my ear, ear here that uh, we actually uh, have a uh, comedian, a stand-up comedian from China on the line who uh, wants to add to this conversation. Oh, great. I, I bet he agrees with me. Ha-ha. <laughs> Oh, no, excuse me. I, I was being told we were trying to reach stand-up comedians in China, but they are in prison because they were yanked off the stage for telling 
jokes about their government. Uh, all right, so maybe next time. Uh, but back to you, Glenn, and your Twitter account. You feel as though uh, without Twitter, you are severely impacted. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, I've been uh, I've been getting ready for a full comedy tour, a headlining act. That's me. I got some features. We're going on the road, and we're gonna we're gonna share some joy because the world needs joy, and I can't promote it. Okay, hold on. I want to. When are some of these dates? Because I'd love to go see you. You're uh, you're just a hilarious guy there. Uh, you're doing live shows now. I know there's a lot of businesses uh, affected by this pandemic, uh, but you're saying you are still on the road. Yeah. No. No pandemic. No hoax demic. It's, it's going to stop me from slinging jokes to the people that need it the most. The people who are sick from COVID. I mean, quite frankly, I consider you an angel then. I think I think that's what I, if that's not what an angel is coming down to earth to spread joy that I, that I uh, I uh, read everything wrong in Sunday school. Yeah, look, I I I, I moved everything over to uh, my parlor account, and uh, I've been I've been spreading truth over there, and, and no one's been opposing me. But now you know they're taking that away. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. There, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of free thinkers are heading over to the site parlor where they could be unopposed in spreading all of their misinformation. Uh, and uh, it seems like it's tough. It seems like uh, that uh, that uh, social media platform is not going to last because a lot of people are, uh, a lot of companies, I should say, are pulling it from their app marketplace. Again, censorship. A censorship. What is what is this, some communist third world country? Right. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, this is supposed to be a free market where uh, companies can decide what's best for them and uh, what they want to serve their customers. But I, I tell you what, them just removing something because uh, most of the, the world doesn't want it there doesn't seem like free thought to me. That's right. People are just afraid of the truth, <laughs> you know, and, and, and I'm affected because I, I can no longer tell people that I'm going to do a no masks comedy show in Des Moines, Iowa next month. I want people to know. Where can I tell people? Des Moines, Iowa. You know, I, I actually started there. I actually did a year as the weather guy for a local Des Moines station. Great city. And I uh, I, I think I'll maybe uh, fly out there and uh, maybe catch your uh, comedy skit routine. Yeah. If you bring a mask to burn, you get half off your ticket. Again, Angel. And Angel. All right. Well, that's all the time we have here tonight. I want to thank Glenn Chuckles, stand-up comedian from North Hollywood, California, for coming on the program tonight and explaining how his First Amendment rights were clearly violated and how he no longer has freedom of speech. Uh, and uh, we feel sorry for you, uh, Glenn, and uh, we want to uh, we want to wish you the best. And, and hopefully uh, you won't end up driving uh, for Uber or walking dogs for WAG. And you could uh, keep spreading the joy that you uh, clearly have been doing for a very long time. Actually, I'm walking one of those dogs right now. Yeah, yeah. Hire me. $12 a walk. All right. Thanks again to Glenn Chuckles. This has been an SNN special report. I'm Ted Jennings. Back to your regularly scheduled program. Hey, everybody. It's your old pal Dutch Allen here. Now, I'm not here for long. The producers of this program wanted me to swing by, remind you all, that with everything going on in the world, and it's topsy-turvy. It's like a night at Studio 54 and 78, but less fun, but maybe more cocaine. They want to remind you, and they want your old friend Dutch to tell you, that it's okay just to take a moment for yourself, catch your breath, go outside, do all those things. You need to gather your senses. There's a lot of things going on. In this day and age, you just scroll and scroll and scroll until your heart and brain can't take it anymore. We don't want that to happen. So it's the old pal Dutch Allen reminding you to chill, take a walk, take a drink, have some intercourse. Just 
Take a moment for yourself. All right? And now, on with the show. The feel-good songs you remember right here, Hall of Fame Music Radio. I'm Ken, and that was the Four Tops. Happy to be playing that one. And now we got a request and dedication. This one coming from Josh and Ken. It sounds like me, but I don't think it is. And it's dedicated to their friend Mark, a comic always on the road. And this is one of his favorite songs, apparently. And they want him to just uh, feel it and, and connect to it and know that they're thinking of him. And that's sweet. Just uh, some brothers from another mother, uh, just uh, sharing the good vibes. That's what we believe in here at Hall of Fame Music Radio. So from Ken and Josh, this one's to you, Mark. Robbie Dupree, Steal Away, right here, Hall of Fame Music Radio. Here's another true fact about your host, Ken Napsok. He spent 17 years at a job that needed him to tell a lot of people they could still have their First Amendment rights, just not on his property. And turns out all those people had one thing in common. They hated being told no. And now, back to the show. Are we alone? What is already here? Is the thing that goes bump in the night real or imagined? I'm paranormal reporter Nolan Guthrie, and this is a Mysteries and the Unexplained Minisode on Saturday Night Nepsuk. What are your prime directives? Serve the public trust. Hello, I'm Nolan Guthrie, paranormal reporter and director of the Guthrie Learning Center of the Unexplained, and this week on the show, we have on someone with strong theories about the potential side effects of the various vaccines hitting the streets to help combat the COVID-19 virus, and he wants us to hear about them. On the phone now is a self-proclaimed vaccine expert and an independent professional wrestler that has held the Modesto Wrestling Association's World's Championship a record-setting 27 times. Welcome to the show, the hammer of Stanislaw County, Eddie Duncan. Greetings, Eddie. Uh, yeah, man. Good to be here. Good to have you here, Eddie. I uh, want to just get right to the point here. We don't have a ton of time. There are, without a doubt, many people looking forward to the vaccinations that are available now and some hope to have available soon to battle the pandemic that has been going. Now, uh, you, for one, uh, have some information you want to share about this. Yeah, like, uh, you should be careful about what you're uh, putting in your bodies, you know? The stuff that... The stuff they're finding out about this, you know, it's not good. Uh, sure, yes, we encourage everyone to uh, analyze everything. That's what we do here. We are paranormal investigators and investigators at heart uh, across the way. And I know we don't just study Bigfoots, which is my area of specialties, UFOs. We also want to find out the truth, the truth and what's going on behind the scenes, behind closed doors. So, Eddie, you have some insight into this truth then. <sighs> yeah. Are you uh, taking a uh, drag off of a marijuana cigarette? Among other things. Yeah, look, Nolan, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the show, and I appreciate you taking the time and, and helping me get the information out there. Look, here's the deal. Um, this is the deal, man. This is the truth. They, they set this up. They set this up, man. This is what they wanted. And they want to know where, where, where we are and what we're doing, and they want to get those nanobots inside of us. What's the best way to do it? 
make us all sick, make us all afraid, and then inject us with stuff. Uh, now, yes, um, I, who, okay, um, who, who's they in this scenario, I, I, I must ask? Uh, it's, um, it's pretty clear who they are. You know, a lot of people make jokes. Who's they, who's they? We all know who they are. This is what they wanted, man. This is what they wanted. It's just so clear. Uh, okay. Um, and so you, you are saying here that these vaccines are not being used to treat COVID, right? What I'm saying, man, is what is even COVID? Uh, it is a virus uh, that is sweeping uh, the world. Uh, my son actually had it. He had to stop his uh, uh, YouTube channel, which he dispensed learning with a militaristic like precision. Um, so I am someone, uh, though I am a skeptic by nature, I, I do believe uh, that COVID is real. Is that what you're getting at, that it's not real? Dude, what is real? Uh, well, my son being on a ventilator for a week and a half was uh, very real, actually. And you never once stopped to question what he was breathing. <sighs> Typical. Uh, let's uh, let's press past this uh, here, but uh, I, I am all ears. I am all ears. I want to hear what you believe is in this vaccine other than the nanobots. Uh, what does that get? What does that do? Uh, what is the purpose here? <laughs> Control. Uh, oh, that's, uh, that's all, that's all your answer is. Okay. Um, control. What, uh, for, to, to, to what means? This is a shadow government thing. Is this the fourth Reich massing underneath Antarctica? Uh, the Masons, who, who's behind this? What's the reason control? I, I'm there for that conversation, but I want to know a little bit more, uh, maybe some information and where, I, maybe you're not going to reveal your sources. Uh, Eddie Duncan, uh, world's champion from Modesto wrestling association. Uh, uh, 27 times world's champion. And if Minotaur Mike isn't careful, it's going to be 28. I'm sure, uh, Minotaur Mike is afraid. Uh, where, where are you getting some of this? Let me just ask that directly. The answers are there. If you seek, man, you just gotta seek. But seek where? You know where. I literally don't. I am waiting for you to tell me where. If you don't know, then you won't get it. Uh, right. Okay. Okay. But see, I think there maybe there's a misunderstanding here. I am a paranormal reporter. I do seek the unexplained. I do seek out mysteries. But I don't just assume what's there. I am an investigator. Anyone in the paranormal world is searching for answers. So even if it's something uh, about the shape of our Earth and the theories on it, we do want to know the truth. And sometimes the truth is hard to face, but we do want to find it. And uh, facts are often at the end of this investigation, even for paranormal reporters. Fine. My bus driver told me. Ah, there we go. Your bus driver told you that the vaccines for COVID-19 should not be trusted. Yeah. Mert. He knew. And Mert, the bus driver, has access to information that the rest of us do not. Look, man, yeah, it sounds like you're fighting me on this, man. You're like, you hunt Bigfoot, man. I bet people doubt what you say about Bigfoot. Yes, the burden of truth is often on the shoulders of those proclaiming it. I, I, I don't disagree with that notion. I am, I'm here for answers. I'm here to seek. I just also want to make it clear that sometimes conspiracy theories are a easy way for us to not face the truth. For you, it might be that the pandemic is causing you 
um, uh, hard times, fear, concern, anxiety, and instead of facing it, uh, you want to believe it's not real. Uh, you want to believe that uh, the vaccine uh, is not going to fix things for you, and it's a problem you're having to reconcile in your life, and therefore you've uh, created a conspiracy theory to hide behind. Uh, uh, um, I'd like to, uh, I'd like to challenge Minotaur Mike to a title match. Oh, I see. Well, Minotaur Mike, if you're listening, the hammer of Stanislaw County, Eddie Duncan, would like to challenge you to a title match while the rest of us are getting the vaccine that can perhaps get our life back to a sense of normalcy so that I may continue my pursuits in finding the truth about Bigfoot. But uh, ask, uh, ask Mike if he can give me a ride to the, uh, to the venue. I, I, I've been banned from that bus, man. Good luck with that. We'll see you next time on Mysteries and the Unexplained here on Saturday Night Mepsock. And now it's time for the list. Today, we've got the best ways to overthrow your government. Number three. Dress up as a bear wolf, charge through the unlocked door, and take enough pictures for the FBI to find you later. Number two. Nicely ask the overwhelmed but sympathetic Capitol Police officer, how do I get to the throne room? Number one. And the best way to overthrow your government. Vote. Buy. Mail. Clink, clink. And that's the list. Day in history, January 8, 1790, George Washington delivers the first ever State of the Union address to the gathered members of Congress at Federal Hall in New York City, most likely the eventual home of a CVS. In the well-received reading of his written remarks, President Washington called for the formation of a national defense force so that the Punisher logo would have a place to exist outside of the comic books, asked for a path to citizenship so that future Americans could make sure no one else could do to us what we did to the Native Americans, urged for the U.S. Postal Service to be so that your slippers and Funko Pops could be delivered to you tomorrow and asked for the advancement of science and literature so they could be ignored later. The speech was the shortest State of the Union ever delivered and the last to be more than just a written letter until Woodrow Wilson in 1913, who we all can now blame for that one night a year when Wheel of Fortune is pushed back an hour so all the channels can cover the speech. And after concluding the successful speech that provided the citizens of this newly formed, truly great nation hope for the future, George Washington went home to his loving wife Martha, took out his wooden teeth, and had his slaves cook him up a nice squirrel broth. All this and more happened on This Day in History. All right, there you have it. Number 43 is in the books. For all those that are still listening, uh, thank you very much uh, for letting me uh, do this week's episode. You know, I just, uh, you know, I guess, like I said, just putting stuff out there, working through things, probably making some close to me hate me. Uh, special thanks to Patreon supporter Corey Morissette for the Morning Drive Media Station identification. Saturday Night AppSuck is now on Jemmy. Want to make a one-time donation to support the show? Head over to jemmy.app slash Saturday Night Napsuck. That's jemmy, J-E-M-I dot app at Saturday Night Napsuck. 
Big thanks to associate producer Sean Arnold for his help with the radio clips and a lot more. Check out Sean's Tee Public shop at tpublic.com slash user slash Sean. Mysteries, the unexplained music provided by Kojak. Listen to me on Hall of Fame Music Radio in Newcastle and Huntington, Pennsylvania, and anywhere throughout the world on the website at hofmradio.com every Saturday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern. Visit catnapsock.com for more information. Follow me on Twitter at catnapsock and us at mdrive media. And while you're at it, go ahead and follow Good People GPA, the Good People Association, launching very soon. And finally, be sure to tell a friend about Saturday Night Napsock, a show so real it had to be fake. And as always, remember to laugh responsibly. See you next time, friends. And for the love of God, everyone, stay safe. See you next week. See you next week.